Welcome to our Streams International Ministry Podcast with Prophet Jared Nusulu, PhD, and Prophetess Gabriella Nusulu. Experience prophetic revelation teachings, personal prophecies, healing, deliverance, breakthrough. You are now listening to a teaching recorded at one of our live church services. Today is a Sunday of new creation realities. New creation realities. New creation realities. John chapter 1, verses number 1 to verse number 14. John chapter 1, verses 1 to 14. It's nice to see my son Charles in the house and, the, and my daughter. Amen. All the way from Newcastle. <laughs> I think they were last in the house in, it, was it 2015? <laughs> amazing, amazing. Nice. They've been part of the church since it started in 2017. Amen. All the way from Newcastle. It's a beautiful place. Very beautiful. So, the Bible says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was nothing made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and darkness comprehended it not. There was a man. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came for a witness, to bear witness of the light that all men through him might believe. He was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. Even to them that believe on his name, which were born not of blood, nor nor the will of the flesh, nor the will of man, but of God. And the word was made flesh, and he dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory, the glory as only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Someone say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Today, for a short time, I want to speak about the new creation realities. What am I talking about when I'm talking about the new creation realities? I'm talking about things that God had in mind when he was thinking about you to become born again. And the way he envisioned your life to look like when you have become born again. Those are the realities of the spirit. Those are the realities of how our lives ought to look like as children of God. Because the thing is, there's always a constant battle between religion and the spiritual realities. Between our realities and God's realities. Because when you're talking to most people, they will say, this is my reality. 
They are talking about what they are experiencing in their everyday lives. They call it their reality. But from God's perspective, it could be that God is looking at something different from what the person is looking at. And it's very easy to be caught up in this battle of saying this is my reality. And you are talking about your personal experiences as being your reality. And yet there's another dimension oh, yes. which is parallel to this what you call reality which is there in the same moment, in the same time to what you are calling a reality. So the challenge that we have today as children of God is always to strive. I'm using the word strive. I know that in the age, in the age of grace, people don't want to hear about the striving because they attribute everything to grace. Yes. But that's misunderstanding the scriptures. The fact that we're in the era of grace does not excuse us from hard work. The fact that we're in the, in the era of grace does not excuse us from working hard and striving to achieve a certain dimension. Oh, yes. Are you hearing me? Does not excuse us from laboring to achieve a certain dimension. Because when you became born again, the Bible says, as men as received him, to them gave the power. Now, that word power there is authority. The right. He gave them the right. Now, if I take you outside the spiritual realm, you're going to discover something. When we say this person has a right to do a BCD, has got a right to drive, has got a right to eat, has got a right to dress, has got a right to do this. It is an authorization for you to do it. But until you do it, the right stays on paper. The right stays in word until you've done it. Amen. I don't know the hang on I'm saying. Until you do it, it just stays a statement. It's a state of, it's a, it's a potential state. You can attain to that. You can become that. Or you can never become it at all. But you still had a right. Oh, yes. It's like having a right to vote. If you don't take yourself to the voting center and cast your vote, it is just a right. You can sing about it. You can dance about it. And then when the elections come, like, I have a right to vote. I have a right to vote. I have a right to vote. Hallelujah. Amen. You sing, you sing, you sing, and then the elections passes by. And then some other dude is elected. You didn't want the person. Like, I've got a right to vote. How did you get this person? But no, no. The problem is not your right. The problem is you did not exercise your right. Because whilst you've got the right, you must exercise the right to make it a reality. Uh, now, now, I'm, now I'm talking. You must exercise the right of voting to make that right what? A reality. Otherwise, it remains on paper. Otherwise, it remains in a potential state. And this is the problem that we have in the church today. 
that we read things which are not there in the Bible. We put our ideas and our thoughts in the scripture, and yet the scripture is not saying so. Ah, oh, you're not hearing me. So, in this passage that I've read for you, if you follow the story the way it unfolds, the way it unfolds, you're going to see something very strange there. Something that we have used, the verse, and yet the verse is not saying so. <laughs> Are you here? So, the Bible begins by telling us, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life. And the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and darkness comprehended it not. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came for a witness, to bear witness of that light that all men through him might believe. He was not that light, but was sent by witness of that light. That was the true light which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. But as many as received him, him to them to them the ones who received him so we use that word receive there which is lambano uh-huh which is what lambano as men as who received him to those ones who received christ they were given the right to become to become what to become the sons of god so, you need to understand something very important in that verse. You were given a right to become. Now, the question that you need always to ask yourself, have I become? Have I become? Hey! Are you hearing me? You know, I've got so many sons and daughters. So many of them. They say, me, I want to be your spiritual son. You are my son. Me, I want to be your spiritual son. You are my daughter. But what you don't understand is there is a difference between the pronouncement and you becoming the thing. Uh, can I go deeper? The first day you say, I want to become your son, I'll say, you are my what? My son. The first day you say, I want to be your daughter, you are my what? Daughter. But you see, where you are and where I am, there's a big gap. The gap is simple. The gap is simple. What you have been given is the right to become my child. Now, you must exercise that right of becoming my child. How do you do so? When you begin to learn my ways... When you begin to learn the word of God, oh, yeah. when you sit under my teaching, when you learn submission, are you hearing me? Oh, yeah. As you are learning those things and you are practicing them, as you are putting them into practice, you'll be molded, you'll be transformed, oh, yeah. you'll be changed to become now the thing that I said you are. You're not even hearing me. Oh, yeah. It's a right that you are given until you exercise the right. You are not yet the thing. Yes, amen. This is where you begin to tell the difference. If you come to me and you say, Dad, I found a boyfriend. If I say, stop that nonsense. People who are my children, they'll stop it. Oh, yes. But people who are my associates. <laughs> Baba. 
Deu So you begin to tell the difference between my child and someone who is just associated with me. Oh, yes, I am not hearing me. Big difference. Big difference. Because why? Your Bible says children obey your parents in the Lord. Is that clear, clear? That's Ephesians chapter 6, verse number 1. Give me that passage, 1 to 3. So I can show you something there. Ephesians chapter 6, verse number 1 to 3. The Bible says, children. 1, 2, 3, go. Children, obey your parents in the Lord. Ah, uh-uh. ah. What? Obey your parents in the what? So you've got some parents in the Lord. Oh, yes. And what are you taught? Obey. Obey. So the only relationship that you have with your spiritual parents is what? Obedience. Obey. Now, this generation, this culture, the moment you use the word obey, they are ready to fight. Fight what? Fight what? For what? (laughs) The only one person that can tell you something, stop it. For your good is your spiritual parent. Oh, yes. He has no agenda. <laughs> Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. So people say, ah, ah, this is my spiritual parent. This is my father. This is my mom. You know, and yet when you tell them, don't do that, do this. They'll do the opposite. You know that the person has got a right to become. But they are not yet the thing. And then they walk around as if they are the thing. And this is where the Christians get undone. Why the Christians are walking around with a right. And yet they have not yet become. Because the word son there is technon. And technon is not a relationship word. Technon is a progenitor word. Technon means someone who is your offspring. They have come from you. They are born from you. Are you hearing me? So when the Bible says you are given a right to become a child of God, to become a technon of God, you are given the right to originate from God. But the Bible says in the beginning was the word. So you cannot talk about an origination from God without talking about a birth from the word of God. Are you hearing me? And this is the problem that we have in the church today. We've got Christians or Christians who are never born of the word of God. You cannot see the godly thing in them except the name they give you. I'm a Christian. Because when people are born of the word of God, there's transformation in their lives. When people are born of God, you see love. You see, these are are new creation realities. Are you hearing me? The Bible says, how do we know that you are born of God? We know that you are born of God by the level of your love. When you are born of God, you love. When you are born of God, you walk in love. When you are born of God, what do you ooze? You ooze love. When you are born of God, how do we know a person is born of God? We know the person is born of God. Why? Because we love the people who are born of God. Are you hearing me, someone? That's how we know that this person is born of God. Hey. 
These are new creation realities. New creation what? Realities. My prayer is someone in this congregation. Someone under the influence of my voice. You shall grow so much in your sonship. You shall grow so much in your sonship. I said you shall grow so much in your sonship. That when people meet you. You can speak like Jesus. Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. Oh, you are not hearing me. Jesus was so sure about his sonship that he said, Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. Oh, yes. Don't go looking for the Father. You have seen me, you've seen him. Wow. I'm pray- this is my prayer every single day. There has to be a day when, when, when a person talks to me. So, the moment you've spoken to me, don't worry, you've spoken to Jesus. Oh, yeah. Philip says, Why, well, Jesus, show us the Father. Because we only know John chapter 4, verse 6. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man can tell the Father. Uh uh-uh. uh. Let's, let's follow this. I don't like conclusions. I like the story. Someone say, what was the story? What was the story, Papa? Okay. What was the story? John chapter 14, verse number 8, 9, 10, 11. My God, it's going on. Okay, we'll, fin- we'll stop at 11. John 14, 8 to 11. What is the story? One, two, three, go. Philip saith unto him, Lord, show us the Father, and it sufficeth us. One more time. Philip saith unto him, Lord, show us the Father, and it sufficeth us. Lord, show us the Father, and that's enough for us. You are going? Okay, but show us the Father. Well, the story is Jesus says, you know, let your hearts not be troubled. You believe him. You believe in God. I'm going. What, what? Jesus says, hey, 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 cool down, sir. Show us the Father. And that's enough for us. Are you following the story? Oh, yes. Now, what is the response? How did Jesus respond? Jesus said unto him, mm. Have I been so long time with you, and yet hast thou now not known me, Philip? He that hath seen me hath seen the Father. And how sayest thou then, show us the Father? Exactly, Philip. You're asking a redundant question. How long have I been with you that up to today you don't even know? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. So how can you say show us the Father again? Do you know that that dimension is a possibility today? That you can become so Christ-like. Because remember, we're given the right to become the technology, the offspring. In other words, there's a lot of unadapted potential which is available to us as children of God. But we've never entered into it yet. We've never grown into it yet. We've never made it a reality yet. And yet we are content just to be called children of God. 
Me, I'm not content to be called a child of God. I'm not contented at all. Why? I want to grow in that thing to an extent where when you meet me, you have met my father. When you talk to me, you have spoken to my father. When I touch you, my father has touched you. You are not even hearing what I'm talking about. There is a dimension available to each one of us. We are given the right. So we are given an open door. We are given an open check. We are given an open invitation. Saying you can become a technon of God. But you need to understand, how do you become the technon of God? Ha! It's not just by just know me, I'm a child of God. No, No, there's a process you need to go through. A process of growing. A process of identity. A process of acquiring the behaviors of your father. Acquiring the nature of your father. Acquiring the compassion of your father. Walking in the love of... You need to cultivate those things. Are you hearing me? It's like a child, when a child is born, they are born with potential. Potential to speak. Potential to walk. Potential to eat uh, bananas. I mean taro and cassava. They are born with the potential, but the potential must be cultivated. Oh, you are not hearing me. The potential must be what? Cultivated. They are born with the potential to speak, but if their ears are blocked, they can't hear any speech. Although they've got the potential to speak, they will never speak. Because for them to speak, they must imitate what they're hearing. They are born with potential. You are born with potential. The day you became born again, you were born with that potential. You were given that right to become the child of God. To become the technon of God. To become the offspring of Jehovah God. It is in your spirit. Your spirit is capable of becoming that thing. But what is the problem today? The problem is people just are happy to have the right. But they never make it a reality. My prayer is someone here. I'm talking about someone here. Someone on YouTube there. Someone on Facebook there. Someone under the influence of my voice. You're going to grow into the thing and make it a reality. Someone say, that's my story. That's my story. I love this story. You know, when I was meditating on this thing, something popped in my spirit. Enoch walked with God. And then the Bible says what? He was not. That's That's a confusing verse. And Enoch walked with God, and he was not. Now, before you go crazy, they, they give you an explanation. Because humans will say, the guy just disappeared. It's a not a good idea to walk with God because you disappear. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> the Bible gives you the explanation. No, 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 no. For God took him. What does that mean? What does that mean? What does that mean? Look at the first there. 524 Genesis. And Enoch walked with God. And he was not. For what? God took him. God took him. Are you with me? Yeah. Oh, yes. You are given the body, the flesh, 
according to Genesis chapter 2, for the purposes of helping you to interact with the physical dimension. Now, when you become born again, your spirit is born of God. Are you hearing me? So now you've got a snow, you've got a body for the physical interaction, and then you've got your spirit, which is born of God for a spiritual interaction with God. Yesterday, last, uh, last night, I said a statement which I want to repeat. I said Christianity is the only faith where the, worship, the worshiper is born of the worshipped. Oh, yes. Where the worshiper enters the dimension of the worshipped. Because God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in what? In spirit and in truth. Idols, idols don't get people being born of idols. Amen. They don't. They just say, yeah, I'm an idol. Worship me. And then everyone is, oh, <laughs> are you hearing me? But Christianity does not begin with that. God does not say, me, I'm God. Worship me. No. He begins by giving a birth into his dimension. Because he's a spirit. So he says, they that worship him must worship him what? In spirit. So you must be born into his dimension for you to be able to worship him. Very God, you are born into that. But you've got a flesh which is meant to aid you for physical interactions. And then a spirit aid you to interact with God in the realm of the spirit. So here's the tug of war. The tug of war is your positioning. Do you position yourself to the spirit or to the flesh? Ah, you are not hearing me. For to be carnally minded is what? The moment you go to the flesh dimension, to be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is Zoe. Ah, you're not hearing me. Zoe is the God kind of life. Zoe is not existence. Zoe is the God kind of life. So the moment you are spiritually minded in this dimension, you are now walking into the Zoe kind of life, which is not the suke. You see, there are, there are different types of life. Animals have got the suke. Suke. I know that English is taught the word from Greek, made it psychology. Uh-huh. But we call it suke. <laughs> it's, a, it's a kind of animal life. So when the psychologists are studying someone or they are giving someone help, they deal with the suke, which is the animal life. But they don't deal with the pneuma, which is the spirit. Are you hearing me? So, when you become born again, your mind must position you either in the physical dimension or in the spiritual dimension. Are you hearing me? So, the moment you go in this direction, the, the spiritual dimension, what happens to the physical? It begins to lose touch with the physical world. Oh, yes. uh -uh, follow me now. Are you following me? The moment you shift to the spiritual, you lose touch with the physical dimension. Your, your reality becomes the spiritual dimension. The moment you are more physical, you lose touch with your spiritual dimension. Your reality becomes what? Physical in this direction. Oh, yes. And Enoch walked with God. Yes. What happened to Enoch? He was living the flesh. Oh, yes. Living the flesh. <laughs> going where? Spiritual dimension. Losing touch with the, the physical reality. Oh, yes. 
You're not hearing me. He lost touch with the what? Physical reality. And the guy became zero flesh. Mm, you're not hearing me. The guy became zero what? Flesh. He was so spiritual to where he could no longer relate to the physical world. And God said, no, 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 no. This guy is not fit to be in the physical world. The guy has transformed himself so much. He's full of me so much. Such that this one is one of us. God said, no, 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 no. You can't live in that world again. Let's go. For God, he took him. For God, he took him. Just disappeared. New creation realities. And yet, this is the potential that each one of us holds. This is the potential that each one of you has. Forget about religion. Forget about the limitations that we think we have. I'm here to challenge you. The only one thing that challenged me with the story of Enoch was it took him 300 years. I asked myself, if I had 300 years, where would I be in 300 years? I figured out something, and I think I wouldn't be any good for this world. (laughs) God would have no choice but to take me. The time that we have today, whether it's 10 years, whether it's 20 years, whether it's 30 years, my prayer is someone in this congregation. I kept on praying. I said, prayer, my prayer, God, is someone in this congregation, someone who will hear this voice today, especially if they are a teenager, especially if they are young. I wish I knew what I know now when I was a teenager. I wouldn't have wasted my life on stupid things. Stupid things that people waste their time on today. I said, God, I wish I knew these things when I was young. I would have invested my life wisely. I would have invested my knowledge wisely. I would have invested what where I spend my time wisely. Are you hearing me? Because when you become born again, all you have is a right to become. You are not yet. You are given a right to become the technon of God. Have you exercised your right? Have you become the thing? Have you become? Have you become? How much are you willing to pay the price? How much are you willing to push the boundary? The barriers? How much are you willing to invest in in the word of God? Where you go in the scriptures? You know me? I just want to go back to... You see the Bible says, and the word was made flesh. The word was made flesh. Now, us, we have got, we are moving from the flesh. The flesh was made the word. If the word was made flesh, then it's possible for the flesh to be made the word. Yes, you are not hearing me. Where, where, where did I get this concept? So many years ago, I was praying. I was praying for anointing to heal the sick. The sick people must be healed when I pray for them. So I was praying, I was praying, I was praying and then I saw a vision. In the vision, I saw the word of God walking on the beach. It had a form of a human being. I'm looking at the word of God walking. 
But the word is walking like a human being. Walking like this. On the beach. So I'm like thinking, wait a minute. What does that mean? God said, you look, what he heals is my word. I said, what? He said, what he heals is my word. Ah, I think I've lost you right there. Are you following? Should I go deeper than that? Psalm 107 verse 20. Psalm 107 verse 20. One, two, three, go. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. You didn't hear that. Read again. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. So what heals? What delivers? The word. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> I saw it walking. He said, what heals is my word. So I said, wait a minute. Let's go back to Jesus. Jesus is the one that we know as a healer. Jesus is the one that we know as a deliverer. How is that scripture true? It is true because the word was made flesh and he dwelt among us. And when he was among us, what was he doing? He was healing, he was delivering. Are you hearing me? So God was true by showing me the word walking. So I said, okay, how do I become the word myself? Simple. If the word was made flesh, then the opposite process. Jesus came from the word to become what? Flesh. We are starting from the flesh dimension. Going the other opposite direction. Oh, yes. Where are we going? We are going to become the word of God. Now you wonder where I got the secret of me being that word. You wonder where, where I got the idea that I have to be so saturated with the word of God that I should be the walking word. Ah, you are not hearing me. <laughs> I don't just come here to read this word for you and teach you. No, this is for me. I am sharing from my abundance, from the overflow of my spirit. Are you hearing me? There is never a day I will take my Bible to read it for, to preach to you. Never. 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 There is never a day I will read something and say, ah, this is good, let me go preach. Never. Never. I've made up my mind I'm going to be the walking weight. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Because I saw the secret. If I am that word, whatever I touch is blessed. Oh, yes. If I am that word, whatever I pray for is healed. Oh, yes. If I am that word, when I say it is done, it is done. Because God said, let there be light and there was light. How come did God say, let there be light and there was light? It's because God was the word. When the word of God is spoken, God has been spoken. When God has been spoken, things happen. Oh, yes. Because everything in his creation responds to him. Yes. Yes. New creation realities. How much potential have you cultivated in you? How much potential? There's a vast potential. Vast. Someone say vast. vast. Your spiritual capacity 
is unimaginable. What you can become would make the devil spend the whole day in the toilet having a diarrhea. Amen. Having a running tummy. The whole day in the toilet. But what he sees every single day are people who are content yes. with the little <laughs> hallelujah, hallelujah, amen. And then they go on to spend the rest of their day in their flesh, pursuing fleshly stuff, yes. feeling fleshly things, enjoying fleshly stuff. And yet there's a whole potential where you can program yourself so much with the word of God. You think like the word of God. You talk like the word of God. You walk like the word of God. You act like the word of God. You see like the word of God. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. This is potential available to you. New creation realities. How much of that potential are you willing to cultivate today? How many years do you still have ahead of you? I was looking at my life. I'm like, ah, uh, <clears throat> Have I missed the body, Lord? You know, I feel sorry for us who are old. I feel sorry for us. Imagine, I never thought one day I would think to myself that I'm old. <laughs> Can I hear the old ones say hello? You know, you never know you're old until your neighbor says, old man, you move around the road. <laughs> you get on the train, you find that the young people are leaving a chair for you. That's when you, that's when you know, oh, <laughs> I think I'm old. <laughs> I did that one to some old guy, and the way he was angry. What are you trying to imply? I'm implying that I can't stand I'm like, no, I'm just trying to help you to sit. No, I'm okay. So they're holding on to their rail. I'm like, this guy is in self-denial full time. <laughs> How much are you willing to push the boundary? How much are you willing to overcome your mind? With the word of God. Oh, yes. How much are you willing to practice the virtues of Christ? How much are you willing? Because my prayer is someone in this generation, oh, yes. someone in this congregation should rise to that dimension where they have really become that thing, the son of God, the daughter of the most high God, that they can say, the moment you've seen me, you have seen my father. How much? Someone say neighbor. neighbor. How, much How much? Are you willing, are you willing to, pay the price? to pay the price? How much? But as many as received. We did well to receive him. What are we given? The right. The privilege. To become. But how much have you become? How much have you become? If we were going to take you and put you side by side with your father God, how much of him are we going to find in you? Mm -hmm. Apart from your last name. 
that I am Gerard Christ. <laughs> Apart from that last name, now you even you don't even introduce yourself with your first name. You just use your last name. I'm a Christian, 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 Christian. Christian. Uh huh. That's his his last name. Because you identify with him, that's why you are called that name Christian. Okay, but if we're going to put you on the scale of character, to what extent is your character a reflection of your father's character? If we're going to put you on the love scale, to what extent is your love equal to the love of your father? The way you talk. Just your talk. To what extent have you become the offspring of God. Let alone, let alone, if we're going to beam your thoughts on that screen there. <laughs> if we're going to beam your thoughts for the world to see, yes, the things that goes on in your head, how much of those thoughts are a reflection of his character? I don't, want to have hus- I don't want to go to husbands and wives here. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I left a secret. The only person who knows whether a Christian or not The only person who knows whether there's a Christ in you and at what percent is yes. your husband or your wife. Oh, yes. Amen. You can come here and pretend. <laughs> but somebody has got a certain figure. This man is one seventh Christian. Because the one seventh, the one is the Sunday. (laughs) 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 The the Sunday guy, the Sunday lady. Once we go out of the house there, yeah, baby, it's just you and me. Take off the gloves. <laughs> Remove the mask from the mouth. The F, 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 F. Someone said disconnect. Say, I disconnect. This message challenged me. I'm like, God. How many years do I have that I can push and become that child of God? We saw incredible miracles yesterday. Incredible. Talk about incredible miracles. Here's a guy with hearing aids. He says, even with my hearing aids, when you're teaching, I could hardly hear what you're saying. And I'm talking to him, he doesn't have the hearing aids. Here, they're in the pockets. Now I can hear you. 
What about the guy with the two crutches? Oh, yes. Amen. He couldn't even put his leg on the floor. Came on two crutches, the leg up in the air. And there he was, threw them away, he's walking. What if that is your everyday life? You walk in your workplace. Your boss has had broken the leg over the weekend. That boss, what are you doing in that, in that Mooney thing? The Mooney boot. Are you a Mooney walker or what? Say, boss, sit down on the chair. Lift your leg here. You just kick it, boom. And kick it again. Kick it again. You say, rise up and walk. Oh, yes. Your boss rises and begins to walk. Are you hearing me? Say, that's my story. That's my story. You know me, I visualize I'm walking in the shopping mall. I'm busy trying to buy some stuff. I meet someone on the aisle. They're in a bad way. I'm like, this is Woolies. How nice would it be? Say, hey, you, what happened? Oh, oh, shh. They should not hear us. Just touch my hand. Just touch my hand. Just touch my hand. Boom. Delivered. Healed. Are you hearing me? This should be our reality. Oh, yes. These are new creation realities. Amen. And each one of us, the good thing is we're born with that much potential. The day, you were, the day you came to Jesus, you were given the right to become. The only difference between you and me, it's not my height. <laughs> or my handsomeness. Amen. <laughs> You know, it's funny because growing up, I never thought I was handsome. I thought I was the most ugly young guy, especially after that little girl said, yeah, I don't want you. You know, <laughs> forget about it, okay? So you begin to think yourself, oh, I'm the most ugly guy around, I think. And then you begin to act ugly. I'm talking about the difference between you and me. <laughs> Is the cultivation I have done. Out of the flesh, into the spirit. Oh, yes. that, 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 that thing that I've done there is what sets a difference between me. Yes. But if you talk about how much the father loves you, it's the same way he loves me. Talk about how much righteous you are. It's the same righteousness that Christ has. Because your righteousness is the righteousness of God. It's not of your works. We are equal in terms of righteousness. We are equal in terms of fellowship. But we differ in terms of how much cultivation you have done in your life. In this continuum, the spiritual dimension. Because God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in what? Spirit and in truth. You see, when you begin to go to school in kingdom, do you know what they do? They kill the spiritual dimension. They cultivate the physical dimension. Our education system is a sense knowledge based education system. 
They teach you things you can see, you can smell, you can hear, you can taste, and you can touch. Anything outside those five senses, they don't allow you. Yes, amen. It's not allowed. Now, when we become born again, we continue the same paradigm. We continue in the same direction. We are sense knowledge Christians. We never grow to any reality of a new creation mind because we are sense knowledge Christians. What we see, what we feel, what we smell, what we taste, and what we hear. Sense knowledge Christians. So the problem that we have in the church today is sense knowledge. Because sense knowledge produces sense knowledge based faith. Now, when people are controlled by sense knowledge based faith, they are called Kano. Kano Christians. Kano. 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 It's a sense knowledge based Christians. It's what my daughter was teaching this morning. We're not controlled by what we see. Yes. We're not controlled by what we hear. Yeah. Or what we feel. Oh, yes. Or what we smell. Or what we taste. You see, for you to be controlled by the word of God, which sometimes can be opposed by what you are feeling in the natural, yeah. and yet you are still told, you should say, I am healed. I am healed. <laughs> How many of you can push on? I am healed. <laughs> but but, 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 but my, my reality is I'm still feeling the pain now. <laughs> it will come out. It's a matter of time. Oh, yes. Amen. It will come out. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yes. You need to learn to hold fast the confession of your faith. Oh, yes. But you can't hold fast the confession of your faith until it becomes a, a spiritual reality. Amen. Otherwise, you're pretending. How long can you pretend? Not long. The reality will come out. Soon, soon enough, we just need to step on your toe. We'll be watching your mouth. Amen. In the name of Jesus. You're pointing your toe where someone is stepping into even harder. We're watching your mouth. <laughs> Soon enough, your mouth will speak. Because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth what? You may pretend to speak the right words. Brother, you're stepping on my toe. Brother, you're stepping on my toe. By the third time, it's longer, brother. It's you, idiot. Someone <laughs> <laughs> said, disconnect. I disconnect. Rise on your feet.
new creation realities. To what extent have you become that child of God? To what extent? This is the question that each one of us must ask ourselves. To what extent have I become? To what extent? My prayer is someone under the influence of my voice. They'll become so spiritual that they'll become that child of God. That the Bible says the whole creation waiteth for the manifestation of the sons of God. It's not waiting for Christians. No. There are so many people called by that name. But creation is waiting for those who have matured, who have become the technos of God. Who can demonstrate the nature of their father? Who can demonstrate the character of their father? Because power, the anointing, follows to what extent have you cultivated your spirit with the word of God? Say, oh Lord, oh. here I am. Here I am. Change my life. Change my life. I am ready. I am ready for a new start. For a new start. In the name of Jesus. 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 Say, Oh Lord. Oh Lord. I am ready. I am ready for a new start. For a new start. In Jesus' name. In- Thank you for listening. To keep in touch with our ministry, visit our website at www.streams.org.au and follow us on all social media platforms at streams.international. It is a blessing to share with you all our prophetic revelation teachings and it's our prayer to see you transform into mature sons of God. Share this podcast with your friends and family. Be blessed and until next time, Shalom. Shalom.